Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Sharing Jesus, Part 2. Let's pray. Father, we come today again ready to receive from your precious word. We're so thankful, Father, that you sent your word, and your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Father. We come today ready to receive more, and not only to hear it, but to do it, Father. Thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk again today about this topic, sharing Jesus. Yesterday, I talked for a while about how it's God's will for all mankind to be saved. We need to get that ingrained in our hearts to know that it's the Father's will that everyone be saved. And of course, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all in line with that. And we should fall in line with that also. And our desire should be for all men to be saved. The second thing we talked about yesterday was that Jesus taught us to be fishers of men and about the Great Commission. I want to finish up today on that thought and get into some new material. So Matthew 5, 15, and 16 in the Living Bible, this is Jesus talking, says, Don't hide your light. Let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly Father. My friends, we can't hide our light under a bushel basket. You know, I'm a big fan of prayer closets. We can't sit in our prayer closet all day long and talk to the Father and not get out and let our light shine. That's part of our calling as a Christian. Now, today I want to get into the fact that the Holy Spirit works with us. And the power of the Holy Spirit, in part, is given to us to witness to the lost. Let's start in Mark 16, 15, and 16 in the New King James. 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And verse 20, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. My friends, the Holy Spirit is working with us. Many people in the body of Christ get this out of balance. Some think that God's doing everything, and some people think they're doing everything. But the Word of God teaches us that the Holy Spirit is working with us, and He confirms His Word through signs following. And this scripture just told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Now let's go to John 14, 15, and 16 in the New King James. 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. 16, and I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit is our helper, and we're his helper, my friends. We work together. You know, I witnessed to an atheist here a few months back in a town north of here, and You know, he was not real open. He was pretty matter of fact. But, you know, the Holy Spirit worked with me and gave me this. And I said to this man as I left, you know, Jesus is like gravity. You can't see him, but he is real. And I'd never said that before ever that I could remember. But the Holy Spirit put that on my heart, I believe, because this young man had some fascination with gravity. And I believe God's working on his heart since I planted that seed that day many months ago. Now, Acts 1, 8 in the Amplified Bible, but you will receive power and the ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me 
both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. Folks, here it is. We receive power from the Holy Spirit as he comes upon us. Why? So we'll be witnesses to tell people about Jesus. I know there's other reasons for the power also, but one of those reasons is to be witnesses to tell people about Jesus. Now, next, I want to talk about urgency. Romans 13, 11 in the Amplified Bible. Do this knowing that this is a critical time. It is already the hour for you to awaken from your sleep of spiritual complacency. For our salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed in Christ. You know, I oftentimes like to talk about James when we compare our life being like a mist, like a vapor, and that the ocean is like eternity. It goes on and on and on. And I'm so thankful that almost in 62 years still, that one man, Rick Higginbotham, witnessed to me about what it truly means to be a Christian. You know, we can warm up a pew all day long and say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but that does not make us a Christian. Jesus told us we must be born again to be a Christian, to be followers, to be saved. And I'm so thankful for that time. We have to have some urgency for the folks that are around us that are lost because the time is short. Now let's go to James 2.25 and 26 in the Amplified. In the same way was Rahab the prostitute, not justified by works too, when she received the Hebrew spies as guests and protected them and sent them away to escape by a different route. 26, for just as the human body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works of obedience is also dead. My friends, the Holy Spirit's looking for people to work with. Rahab could have said, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm busy in my prayer closet. I'm praying. I don't have time to help these people. I'm just going to pray for them. No, she helped them. She put her faith into use and helped those men. So faith without works of obedience is dead. Are we witnessing to people out there? Are we holding our faith back? I'm so thankful for Rick and his witnessing to me. See, he didn't wait for the Holy Spirit to do everything. The Holy Spirit worked with Rick when he shared the gospel with me. Now I want to talk about the great excuse that the Holy Spirit is drawing people, and that's all we have to worry about. Well, that is true in John 16, 8, and many other scriptures. The Holy Spirit does draw people. But we don't have to stop witnessing to people. Now, you will get the stop sign sometime. The Holy Spirit, he's done it to me. Like, no, it's not the time to talk to those people. They're not ready. They won't listen. It's like casting your pearls before swine. But I've frankly received that stop sign very rarely and out witnessing to people because the Lord's desire is for all to be saved. And I believe he's constantly working on people. We're waiting on him to tell us, oh, they're finally ready when he's waiting on us to go share the gospel. The Holy Spirit's desire is that everyone be saved. Now let's talk about the apostles and disciples and the example they set in reaching the lost. Romans 15, 20, and 21 in the Amplified. Accordingly, I set a goal to preach the gospel. Not where Christ's name was already known, pause like church, so that I would not build on another man's foundation, 21, but instead... I would act on this goal as it is written in Scripture. They who had no news of him shall see, and they who have not heard of him shall understand. My friends, how about that? Setting a goal to preach the gospel. We could talk to people at church about Jesus, but most of them there probably know Jesus. 
But see, this scripture says to talk to those who had no news of him and those who had not heard of him so they could understand. You know, I sat next to a young lady in a basketball game here a while back, about 10 years old, and she had never heard of Jesus. And it just tore my heart out thinking, in this quote-unquote Christian nation we live in, how does somebody go 10 years of life and never hear about Jesus? Well, Romans 10, 13, and 14, the contemporary English Bible, 13, all who call out to the Lord will be saved. 14, how can people have faith in the Lord and ask him to save them if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear unless someone tells them? Let me read that last part again. How can people have faith in the Lord and ask him to save them if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear unless someone tells them? My friends, it's our responsibility if we're going to follow Jesus truly to share the gospel with those in our world, those we come into contact with. I witnessed to a friend here recently, and I asked them, talk to somebody in your life that's really serious about Jesus. And they said, you're the only one I know. And again, it saddened me to realize how few people are out there really sharing the gospel. And I challenge you today to say, that's not going to be me. I'm going to share Jesus throughout this world and do the best I can to work with the Holy Spirit because he wants to work with me. Well, let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. We know you work with us. Your Holy Spirit is in us and he wants to help us as we go share Jesus throughout this world in these last of the last days. Thank you for helping us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I'm going to wrap up this series tomorrow. I have a few more important things to share, but you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.